part of that. We want to, again, we want to be believing and prophesying over Elliston. We're not there right now, but the, the Lord gave me a word for that, um, for, for Elliston right now, and that is that there's a time in Ecclesiastes that says a time to gather stones and a time to let stones go. Just in this brief season, everyone say brief. In this brief season, it's a time to let the stones go in Elliston, but there will be a day, and I don't think it's going to be too far away, where God says now it's time to gather those stones again. It's time to pick that up again. But I know God is going to stir within us a desire, a passion, not only for, for Tumby Bay, for Elliston, for who knows where else, Loch, I don't know. But I know there is more places for One Heart Church to be than just what we know and see today. But we've, we've got to push through this, this season right now where we're possessing things that the enemy doesn't want us to have. So you're going to have doubts come against you. You're going to have fear come upon you. You're going to have um, uh, times where you get offended by people in church. It's not the time to say, oh, well, I think I'll go to the church or, you know, someplace else. No, you've got to say, God, you've called me because there's a great destiny coming our way. And I don't want to be set. The enemy just knows how to, how to separate and fray things just before the, the breakthrough happens because he doesn't want to see that happen. So will you stick with us today? Will you b believe with us? This is not my message. This has got nothing to do with my message. This is just the commercials. But I want us to step into spiritual things. That's why we're here. That's why we go to church. We're not here for religion. We're not here to see our friends. We're not here because to, to, we have nothing else to do with our life. We're here because we want spiritual things. So today, Awaken, these nights uh, and even every Sunday are all about stepping into spiritual things. Stepping into things spiritual. So tonight, Romans 14 verse 17. I want you to catch something in this that's powerful tonight. And it says this. Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Is that crazy? I want, to, I, want to, I want us to capture that thought tonight. Creating new things out of nothing. That's amazing. See, if we want the new thing from Jesus in the spirit, if we want to step into new things in, in our spirits, we don't need anything. I can, I, I can relate to this because every single, every single time, I, I, I'm not joking, every single time, I go to prepare to preach, I got nothing. I say, God, I don't know what to preach. I don't even know how to preach. I don't even know where to start. That's the honest truth. And I, I get in my office and I get on my knees and I get on my face and I say, Jesus, please give me anything. Give me something. So I, I can relate to this making something out of nothing. But I want us to get our head around that the new things that come out of nothing. No reputation. So you think, you know, what's that like? What, how does something new come out of nothing? When there is no reputation, when there's no money, when there's no program, when there's no building, Jesus doesn't need what we have to do a new thing. Get excited about that. Jesus doesn't need anything to do a new thing because that's what the promise that 
blessed Abraham was because he believed God who makes new things out of your quick tonight. So Abraham is the father of, of this faith thing and his awakening in him was when he believed that, that God does new things from nothing. I think that's amazing. So when I, when I start to see this, I just start to get excited. I start to roll around the floor in my office last Saturday saying, I can't wait till Thursday night. I almost was going to push Jimmy out of the way on Sunday and say, let me have a turn. No, not true. Who loved the message from Jimmy on Saturday, Sunday? Great message. See, here's what I want you to capture tonight. Understand this. I want you to get your mind to think spiritual things because God has amazing things for us as a people. See, David had nothing to fight a giant but faith in God. I'm spitting a bit. I'm excited. Moses had nothing to lead a nation out of Egypt but faith in God. The widow had nothing but a little oil, but faith in God. Abraham had nothing, this is a bit R-rated, Abraham had nothing to conceive a baby, but God saw a nation in him. That's as bad as it gets. It's okay, so it's back to G now. But I want you to put your name, I want you to put your name down, so just think of this. So say your name. Actually, say it out loud. Say your name. Speak it out now. Had nothing but faith in Jesus. What's the date today? What's the date today? The 17th of November, 2022. Say your name. I prophesy over you, had nothing but faith in Jesus. And out of that, nothing will come something of the power of God. I can preach tonight. I know this works. I, I want to speak the truth. I know this works because one day, some time ago, in Melbourne, there was a plumber minding his own business, believing God that God was stirring something in his spirit. And God took that plumber and placed him in Port Lincoln and caused him to go on a journey of discipleship, of training and learning. And that plumber is now a pastor. And he's preaching tonight somewhere. Because God took something out of nothing. And here we are tonight. So I have a word to encourage people, especially those who have, who have ever felt that there's nothing. I've got nothing. I don't know anything. Join the club. It's the best place to be. So you might be saying, I have no strength left. I just can't keep going. I have no money. There's no strategy. There's no vision. There's no voice. No friends. See, Jesus operates best where there is nothing left. Jesus operates best when there's nothing less left, sorry. You see, I want to give, give you some ideas here today that we're conditioned to fear loss. Just think about that for a moment. We are conditioned 
to fear loss. So it works like this. Anyway, this is for me anyhow. I'm constantly losing stuff. Like every day, multiple times a day, I'm losing my phone, my glasses, my keys, and I can't, go, I can't do anything until I find them. It's like, I, I, I just, you know, say you know you, you need to leave, and you think, well, I'm just going to go, but I, but I can't find my keys. So I can't leave without my keys. You might, and some of you think, well, I can't leave because I've, I've, I've got to find my phone, I've got to find my keys, I've got to find my glasses. And sometimes it's all three that you're looking for. And you know what the one that the, that the world does, did to us? Is the one that really, really annoyed me was I couldn't find my mask. And you, and you, you, or you just forget. So you get out of the car, you walk all the way to the shop and go, have I got my mask? Where did I put my mask? Is it, have I got one in the car? Is there somewhere? I have to go, go back home, get a mask. I forgot my mask. But we don't like to lose things. He doesn't like the message. We don't like to lose anything. We don't like to lose our job. You relate to this. We don't like to lose our job. We don't like to lose friends. We don't like to lose our dog. We just don't like loss. We just don't like losing things. Who likes losing things? Tell me, put your hand up. You're the only person here. That, yes? See, I see that hand. There is one. Likes losing stuff. But when it comes to our walk with God, here's the, here's the, 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 the thing tonight. You have nothing to lose. When it comes to you and your relationship with Jesus, you've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. See, Proverbs 3, verse 25 and 26 says, You need not be afraid of sudden disaster, losing stuff, or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. Because you're not a wicked person. You're born again by the things of the Spirit. You're righteous because of Jesus. Verse 26 says, For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. You can't lose. So let's take that as a promise and grab some faith like Abraham over the lie that we could ever lose. So there's nothing that you can lose. You'll never lose when you're putting Jesus in the right place in your life. Romans 8 verse 28 talks about all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, who, who work according to his purpose. So that's another verse that says you can't lose. All things work together for good. No matter the loss or the disaster, all those things work together for good. If we keep our eyes upon Jesus, keep your focus on the Father, keep your focus on God, no matter the loss or the disaster or whatever things that have come against you, all things. Remember, God is the one who honors faith that believes that He can Make things out of nothing. It's a great response here tonight. All the smart people came here tonight. Luke 12, verse 31 and 32. It says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he'll give you everything you need. That's self-explanatory. Verse 32 says, 
So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. It gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. So God gives a kingdom, a spiritual domain that cannot get stolen or taken. Now remember what Jesus said, Matthew 6 verse 20. He said to store your treasure in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not, take, uh, do not break in and steal. See, I want us to, <clears throat> to, to develop, to understand, to, to desire eternal focus. And eternal focus has, a, has that eye on the treasure that we build in heaven. It's what discipleship is all about. And one of our core values at One Heart Church is discipleship. I wanna, that's one of our goals is to be a discipleship church. That means that every single person, you, you want to connect yourself wherever you can, however you can. A discipleship is a journey of learning, of following, of understanding, of growing, of serving. That's what discipleship is. We want to be a, be a, a, a church like that. But you can't lose what you store in heaven. You can't lose that. It doesn't rust. It doesn't get eaten by moths. It doesn't get stolen by criminals. See, I just want to challenge you today. Don't merely build things that only have value for now. Don't build things that only have value for now. Sure, you can have good stuff. God wants you to have good stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure, you can, you can uh, be successful in this life, but you've also got to be successful in the heavenly world because that stuff is going to carry you for eternity. It's going to be with you forever and ever. Amen. See, I want us to awaken to what we're building and storing in heaven. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 2 says, For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. And I want to be a church that always reminds ourselves that Jesus is coming back, that Jesus is returning for his people. Jesus is coming back for the church. The day we stop talking about that and preaching about that is we've lost our way. We've lost the plot. We're wasting time. But we want, to, we want to be a church that constantly is inspired by that thought. God, I want to be building for eternity. I want to be building for heaven. In my business, I'm thinking of eternity. In my relationships, I'm thinking of eternity. With my giving, I'm thinking of eternity. With my life, I'm thinking for eternity, eternity and what's going to last forever. So it says this, for you know, as you know this quite well, that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. Verse 6 says, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 6, So be on your guard, not asleep. Awaken. Be on your guard, not asleep. I, I want to tell you the most, the most uh, saddest life is a Christian who is asleep. Oh, boom, chugga Wake up! I preached at the at the state conference, and no one knew what hit him. And I was just, I was trying to be tame. 
Be on your guard, not asleep. Please, One Heart Church, be a, be a church that is awakened. Be a person who is an awakened person to the things of God. We've been so conditioned for loss that we've been hanging on to things, saying, oh, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose my time. Oh, I don't, don't, don't want to lose some, something. What would I lose? I might lose my friends. They might think I'm too radical. Think of what you're winning. Think of what you're building. Think of what you're gaining. Be on your guard, not asleep like the others, whoever they are. They're not here. They're someplace else. Be on your guard, not, not asleep like the others. Stay alert and be clear-headed. Stay alert, be clear-headed in the things of God. So I want us to build using eternal heaven materials. We want to be building using heaven's materials in our life. 1 Corinthians 3 verses 12 and 13 says, Anyone who builds on that foundation, the foundation is our trust in Jesus, our faith in Jesus. Whoever builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials. Gold, who wants to build with some of that? That last river, that's a treasure. Silver, who wants to build with that? No, they're not saying, I don't know if I should put my hand up. This is a trick. It's not a trick. It says jewels, gold, silver, and jewels. Yeah. Could you imagine waking up one day, you, you, you died, and you woke up, and you're in heaven? You think, what? Where am I? I'm surrounded by gold, surrounded by silver. What's all these jewels? Imagine just... Just laying in a bed of jewels. It's amazing. I'm rich. Then it goes on and says, or wood, hay, or straw. Verse 13 says, but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. Whether we like it or not, what we do in this life will be tested with a heavenly fire. And there's going to be some almighty haystacks go up and an almighty bonfire on that day and we're going to be going, oh no, oh no. Maybe there might be a little ring left of gold somewhere after the haystack's gone. And it says that those people will be saved but through the flames. Basically, hey, God's good. He's going he's gonna to have compassion on people, but you're going to get in just by the tiny little bit of something. You're going to see if a person's work has any value. Can I have the music, please, joining me? See, the most important lesson for tonight is God is into finding lost stuff. We talked about, you know, we're conditioned to hate loss. We're conditioned to to hate loss. You know why? Because God put that in our spirit. We're conditioned to hate losing stuff because it's something of the character of God in our life is that we don't like it when things get lost. I want to show you something really powerful today. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a woman who was searching for a lost coin. 
It says she swept the whole house. She didn't give up. She searched everywhere, high and low, under every cupboard and every drawer, everywhere through the house. She searched and searched until she found the lost coin. Jesus also said the kingdom of God is like, and whenever God, whenever Jesus, sorry, talks about the kingdom of God, it's powerful. That means it's something we need to see about the character of God. It says the kingdom of God is like a shepherd who had a lost sheep, had one lost sheep, and it says he left the 99 others, or he left the, the whole lot to search for the one that was lost. And then when he found it, he put it on his shoulders and he rejoiced because the lost one was found. I want to say, tell you something, One Heart Church. Our theme has been since 2020, and God hasn't lifted it off me, all for the one. Because we are after the lost one. We're after the lost, lonely, the broken, those who are disconnected and away from God. And that's our goal, that's our purpose, that's our reason, is to be there for the lost. See, when church awakens to the purpose of God for recovering lost things, recovering people, recovering dreams, recovering what was lost, however was lost, whatever was lost. See, when the church awakens to the purpose of God for recovering lost things, we are on the faith track to the new things that come from nothing. That's too deep to just say once. Close your eyes. I want you to receive this. When church awakens, One Heart Church, when we awaken to the purpose of God for recovering lost things, we're on the faith track to new things that come from nothing. I want you to receive that tonight because it's a powerful truth. See, Jesus wants tonight to be the start of new things out of nothing. So can we respond to Jesus tonight, right now? Why don't we stand? See, faith, I want you to understand this. Faith operates best out of nothing. Fear of loss, sorry, fear of loss needs to be broken today in our lives. Because there's so many people thinking, but they've hold, we've held back from what God wants to do in our, in our life because we're fearing of what we're going to lose. And, and it's the honest truth. is a, a massive thing's going to break out in people tonight. Because we thought, well, I don't know if I can really, if I should really pursue after the things of God because I, I don't know what's going to happen for my future. I've got, I've, I've, got to, I've got to think of my superannuation. What will I lose? I've got to think of my security. What will I lose? And that conditioning over our thinking has controlled our life. And in the meantime, there's thousands of people needing to hear a word from God, but they're not hearing it because we're, we're, we're concerned about what we might lose. We're worried about the loss. I want us to give some attention to the, to the fear of loss in our lives. And condition, we're, we're conditioned for that loss. But we, we want to do a new conditioning of ourselves instead that we expect to be blessed after every loss. I'm not saying that loss is just going to disappear and go away. 
But we've got to condition our spirit to say, well, with every loss, it's going to be a blessing. So I might lose a friend, but God's going to give me a blessing. I might lose my superannuation, but God's going to give me a blessing. I might lose something that the, the, the enemy wants to rob from me, but my eyes are focused on the heavenly that I'm building. And there's no loss there. There's no loss there. So give some attention to what you're building in heaven. And know that can't be touched, that can't be touched by loss. So every time you make a decision based upon the things of God, that's some gold. Every time you make a decision based on integrity that comes from the Word of God, that's a piece of jewels. Every time you say, well, God, I don't feel like this or that, but I'm going to do what I know is right. That's another, that's another piece of treasure that's going to heaven and can't be lost. See, some of us have lost things along the way. Some practical things like you've lost your confidence. Something went wrong. You got a bit of a knock and you've lost confidence. Maybe you've lost peace in your life. You think, I just don't feel peace. I always feel agitated about stuff. Maybe you've lost love. This is a big one. I, I preached about this the other week about love. And, and we've been talking about love church. But I think that one of the greatest things that has been lost in the church over the generations has been love. We don't even know what it means even as Christians. And I think that there's been a loss of love. And we've all felt that disconnection. But it's, it's the day of getting stuff back that you're going to keep. It's the day of getting stuff back that you're going to keep. Is that an awesome word? It's an awesome thing. Invest in what's kept in heaven. So I want us to respond in faith today. Faith like Abraham that believed new things can come from nothing. If you believe that and need and you need to, that you need to step out, let the Holy Spirit start that new thing in you tonight. And, and it would be wrong for us not to respond to Jesus today. Now I'm not going to say whether you're going to get prayed for. I'm not going to say whether you know, we're going to lay hands on you and something is going to happen to you. Maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is that you say, Jesus, I'm positioning myself. I'm conditioning myself not to be controlled by loss anymore, but to be controlled by the treasure in heaven that I'm investing in. And if you want to submit yourself to Jesus tonight like that, then, then you just say, Jesus, I'm, I'm stepping forward. Come out the front, stand, kneel, raise your hands. Do whatever you need to do. But say, Jesus, I want to be in that. I'm not going to be caught with the fear of loss in my life anymore in Jesus' name. As we sing, why don't you come? Submit to the Lord in that.